You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. And ah, guys, today there's just so much testosterone up in the studio. I am one woman amongst wolves. There's four people in here. Wow. <laughs> Fine, I'm the rose amongst thorns. <laughs> the rose amongst thorns. I got Yo. Cookie Monster. I got the producer. I got Brother E. What up, Brother E? What up? What's happening? How are you doing? I'm alright. How are you doing? And this kid is in the building. All the way from Geneva. Geneva. What's How up? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Glad to have you. Good to be here. So, we're, we're like your bodyguards, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those stories when people would be like, I was walking home and then I was going to get mugged and then they saw four white figures walking beside it. Did you ever see those no. stories? Guys, if people would say they saw angels. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on, you don't know stories with the with 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 someone like a there's a thief who is testifying saying i was gonna mug this chick when she was walking okay. home but then i saw four tall white figures walking behind beside her the thief testified yes but i didn't then mug her because she had angels next to her i watch our producer our producer so we're, we're, we're the angels. You're right? the angels. That's okay, what fine. I'm trying to That's okay. I can work with that. I can work with that. <laughs> I, I've actually heard that before. Yeah. So why are you acting like you don't I, know I just wanted story. it to be awkward for you. Hey, wow. <laughs> the one I've heard is about a woman who uh, was driving home and then her car died mm. by some, some random place. And then um, she got out of the car. I, I think she was trying to... I don't know, do something. She saw four guys walking towards her. But she thought they were coming to Maga. Yes. Yes. But yes. they were carrying Bibles. Coming oh. from Bible study. Oh, that's uh-huh. not the story. Yes. Though. And then she was like, you know what? It's so refreshing when mm-hmm. men go to Bible study. Did they help with the car? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Well, why are y'all worried about the car? <laughs> it's because she, she, she wasn't a Christian. Oh. Exactly. And then she actually didn't like you Christianity. With those oh. But then the whole thing was she felt safe because, because the men were, were carrying Bibles. Oh. Yes. So we Christian men should carry Bibles. Well, yes, that's not what I was going to say. Just, that, that not too. just the one on your phones. That yeah. is a good case to have a physical Bible. Yeah. Well, I think you can. Still and to be a Christian, you, can, you know, man. just blast your volume like those guys with blatant beats. Yeah, and, and my point was, we need to be Christian men. Okay. Yeah. Amen. All right. Right. Okay. So okay. this is a perfect start to another we'll unscripted episode <laughs> of Radiant Culture. <laughs> so just just so y'all know, I had dinner with Travis Green mm. and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just thought. Oh, so you just of, wanted yeah. to make sure that's on the record. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. We actually chilled and spoke and stuff. Oh. You had dinner with. Huh? Did you have dinner? At um. It's not important. It's not important. Undisclosed. Did you want to have dinner? Did you want to have dinner at one of those cultural places like those? I'm in Zimbabwe, so I wanna get. I'm, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. So, so you like went to you went to like chicken in or something. I did not take. I went to. It was a private dinner after the concert. Oh, oh someone's yeah. residence or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So it was pretty dope. Like we just chilled and we spoke. So I, so I met with really him cool. and then, yeah, she's really cool. Mm. She's cool. Yeah. So we spoke about stuff, you know. Okay, I think I need to come in and say this. I have to admit this. It's very embarrassing uh-huh. for a Christian guy to admit this. 
I did not know who Travis Green was until this whole visit to Zimbabwe. Okay. I didn't know either. I, I know. People just yeah. different so things. So what does he, like, does he play, is he like an independent artist? Probably the third, what, well, top three okay. Christian artists right now. Okay, I wouldn't say Christian artists. You'd have to narrow it down a bit more than that. Gospel. Okay, contemporary Okay. Christian mm-hmm. music. Do you know Maverick City? No. Chandler Moore. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that that I I do I do know. Do you know Kirk Franklin? Of course. I do. <laughs> let's okay, okay let's go. He's, not, he's, he's saying stomp. He's saying stomp. There we go. Oh, <laughs> because we need to bring no, no, some no, context. Hold on, hold on. I'm not. I'm not. I, like I know. Uh, correct me if I'm saying his name. Like Ty Tribbett. Ty Tribbett. Ty Tribbett. Like I know Ty Tribbett. I yeah. know. Um, there was but this guy called different generations though. But Ty Tribbett used to be. Yeah, he used to be quite big back yeah, then. Yeah, that's when he's I used still to quite big. But I think they just. Yeah. So Travis Green and these guys are now like a different generation of, yeah. I guess, gospel artists yeah. who have a different sound, which is just more. Yeah. Yeah, more contemporary, more... Okay. He's like a... Okay, no, I wouldn't say that. I was going to say like a younger Israel, but not quite. Because Israel okay, has no, more of a choir. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Vibe. Yeah, I'm... I'm as Travis yeah. is more of a worshipper. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I listen to... Not that to, Israel's not a worshipper. What am I saying? I'm, anyway, I was a big Fred Hammond fan. Yeah, right. Like reunion, Yo, Fred Hammond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like... Old school, Donnie old McClurkin. school. Yeah, I'm old school. Yeah, I like Fred Hammond. It's amazing. I like Donnie McClurkin and all yeah. those guys. Sap is my boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. hearing, so just bring it back to what you do with your dinner. Let's take it back to your dinner. No, no, yeah. So that that's what? all I wanted to say. It's just a humble mm. brag, you know. Oh, mm. humble brag. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was humble. You, you, you mentioned that you had dinner with him. <laughs> I'm hey. joking. You can't, yes, you can't specify hey. what you ate or where you enough. ate. And, 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 and oh, just but a, can we talk I about was that, with some guys. really Actually, important like, people. Just for That's a all second. you need to know. Just for a second. That means I'm important. Uh-huh. Mr. Humble Brag. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just going to compare this. To, okay, so like, t- uh, was it two weeks ago? Um, Rick Rouse came to Zimbabwe. R- Ricky Rouse. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever, packed out house. People went, they turned out. But like the reception he got at the airport, I was just like, guys, I think the Jason we are like, can people calm down? Traditional dancers. No, and, yeah, it was what just, you're talking about. Yeah, well, just about. every, just people's reception was like a bit extreme. I mean, yes, we want people to feel welcome in our country, but I just felt like, okay, calm down a bit. He's just a human being. Two weeks later, or what is it, a month later, mm-hmm. we now have Travis Green. Mm-hmm. He's a Christian artist, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Christian community in Zim was very excited. Travis Green is coming. This is awesome. How often do we get international uh, artists come to us? Not that often. But you... You wanted them to bring offering baskets. No, I did not. (laughs) I just felt like people were fangirling and guying. I heard that. I did. The, the, okay, when you go to a Christian concert, right, Mm. you're still going there to to worship God. But it's like... Huh, the, I don't know. So, so I, I was just taken aback what, by what's like. What's your butt here? You're saying that we sh- it looked I too close to the Rick Ross Yes, thing. like I, it, it looked too like they were excited about the personality and the person as opposed to his purpose in the country. So people were like screaming. I'm sure they were about to uh, faint. I, I, I like, was in VIP. Dude, yeah. you weren't in the crowd. So, Every time he so, would come on the um, stage. So I, I didn't see a lot of- 
I'm you didn't so see a lot of that. that. You went, you yeah, went amongst the masses. Anyway, yes, All right. you were backstage. Yeah, well, at the yeah. back, okay. yes, where some of were, my friends were sitting. Yeah, yeah. there yeah, was some serious fans. Actually, I actually want to respond to that. So I think it was in the early 2000s. A certain big gospel artist came to Zim. And um, I'm not going to name any names, but you guys might uh, remember this incident. Apparently, he had a drummer or someone. Oh, I can name band. names, otherwise I have no context. The, the, incident, the incident is what matters. So just, just uh, give, me, give me a little bit. Um, so anyway, what's important is his drummer or someone uh, ended up having, finding a girl from here in Zim. Mm. And they went off to the States together. And oh. then everyone's idea not everyone but there was this general expectation now that if you attend these and they're these amazing oh artists you stand a chance to get your meal ticket <laughs> get a green card exactly and <laughs> wow. i don't think that went away i don't think that general uh, you know hey. expectation just what disappeared it? that it? <laughs> is this gonna be censored it was a, one of the israel uh, visits here his drama, yes. You you heard about that, right? You remember? This is ages ago. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wasn't it um, Chris Coleman? His, his so, drama, so I'm right, right? Found I'm love right. in a hopeless place. Okay. So, Literally. Wow. Okay. That so, was, oh, wow. So, wow. So, just so that we maintain our context here, the fangirling thing, I think it's just, we're, we're seeing that same symptom we're seeing the same thing that's been I there for know, ages brother e this is not people screaming because they might get noticed by him like he came on well i was downstairs in the main auditorium so he came up on the balcony and was looking down at the crowd mm-hmm. there was actually i don't know what's happening on the stage at that moment but when people caught wind of the fact that he was meters from them mm-hmm. it was like just screaming and just like, I, I just don't understand. Maybe it's just because I'm not a very excitable individual. Girl, you're a married woman. Of course you didn't have that reaction. No, <laughs> no I think the real I'm issue is that... I'm not excitable is that, that level. Why, why are you screaming? For what? Why when you see me like singing? He wasn't singing <laughs> yet. Why are we screaming? That is what personality is. Yeah, no, but famous people. That's world over. I think, I think it's a oh, challenge. Is it world over or should we say that's the world standard? Is the world standard? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I I think it actually speaks to something very important, which is that we, as Christians, what's how how do I even say this? What's there to distinguish us from 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 the world? Right. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Uh, Does it also mean that as Christians we should have no celebrity culture whatsoever? Um, does it mean that we shouldn't have people that we look at and go, wow, for whatever reason? Mm. Is, is that something we can totally get rid of? Because I think that's what it is. It's, it's human nature, but then this is just happening within a Christian context. So I guess that's the question that, is it actually okay to have Christian celebrities? And can you really get rid of that? Is there a way of getting rid of that? Because because the reason nature. why people came mm-hmm. was to the concert for was because Travis Green was coming. Okay. Yeah. So... Mm. You saw Travis Green was there when they saw Travis Green was like, wow, Travis Green. I, I love that that whole perspective. And it, so I grew up in, in, in a super Pentecostal church where you had very charismatic pastors, right? Uh, superstar pastors. And they would deliver incredible messages, you know, people falling over, all the good stuff. And then afterwards, you'd have uh, people approach them, you know, congregants saying, oh, yo, that, that was an amazing message. Uh, Pastor, you're so amazing. And 
One thing that was the trend is they'd always respond, yeah, praise God. Right. Glory to God, that kind of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think we, our generation might lack that kind of connection to say, this is not coming from this person's ability. This person is a vessel. Yeah. You know, and I think the fact that young people or this generation can still turn around and be like, oh, I'm not saying all of them should be like, oh, Travis Green is here, praise the Lord. <laughs> I don't know. But I think the other reaction that you guys are talking about is within the Christian context is kind of questionable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know what do you say? I agree. I also think it's unavoidable. And I also think it's a consequence of the world we live in. We can't really stop things seeping in. The young people this, these days grew up very different from us to some extent. They live in a clout era. It's all, it's been about that for a long time. It's been about how famous you are. It's been about how many followers you are. You actually mean nothing. You talk to these young people about Warren Buffett and they'll say, who the heck is that? Because he doesn't have followers. He doesn't have Instagram things. Yeah, but he's, he's got no street cred. So the things that matter changed. And unfortunately, because the people live in the world and in the church, there's some mixing. And you can't, that same person probably looks at, uh, tell me a famous current secular musician. I don't know. Uh, 21 Savage. 21 Savage. Whoa, you know of, who that is? Of all the you people you could, okay, Justin <laughs> Bieber. All right, would Justin I... Bieber, fine. They, they're <laughs> excited for Justin Bieber. It's how do you turn them to turn the excitement off for someone that moves them equally in the spiritual things? They can't switch okay, off the excitement. I get it when you say it like that. Okay. Yeah, so they're going to react the way they react for Justin <coughs> Bieber for this other musician in the church. Mm. Unfortunately, because it's different context and different meanings behind everything, it then has a different result. Mm. Yeah. True. Um, Justin Bieber's not trying to save your life. Well, he might say Well, sometimes different. he does. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, in the church context, now it becomes destructive. But it's kind of the, that lack of filter between the two spaces. Mm. And to answer Cookie, yeah, I really don't think we can stop a celebrity culture. We can't. I'm sure David was popular. He, um, in his David Slew 10,000, Saul 1,000, <laughs> David Slew 2,000. So, I mean, if I'm, he his legend went miles. And people were probably and coming was, to who, see. And it was the women. It was the women. Oh, wow. they, it's, always, it's always the women, oh, man. David Slew 10,000, Saul 1,000. One of the things that I found most interesting, uh, like in, in, in our home group, we, um, we've been in acts, and... It just kept jumping out that the reason people were coming were not for the word. They were coming for the sensational story that they'd heard. No, not David. Oh, okay. Like when they'd hear about the, the apostles or the things that were happening, mm. people being healed. Yep. They were coming because of those cool stories. They didn't know anything else. They were yeah. excited for oh, yeah, cool yeah. things. I, I, that is so correct. Then that, they I got there. Know. Then they were ministered. Yeah. To, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that shows that people back then are drawn by cool, s- sensational things. And they're there for the sensation a lot of the time. Until this day. That is so true. So nothing's really changed. I, I don't, I'd like you to comment on this. You know, either Cookie or any one of you, actually. Like, uh, as you were saying that, I was reminded of, um, uh, you guys can, can correct me, there's this uh, incident in, in the Bible, in the New Testament, where these guys are trying to, um, they're trying to um, get some demons out of someone. And then the way they go about it is they say, by the God of so-and-so. Seven we, sons of Sceva. Yeah, they, they come out. 
Mm-hmm. And then they get they catch a hiding, right? And I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm like, wow, that is so that that is pretty much the same kind of spirit or the same kind of approach where you say no because I want to base my interest in this religion or this uh, what we do on someone who's uh, a celebrity. <laughs> I'm going to Sorry, try but the God of Travis. I'm going to, I'm going to exactly. <laughs> two hours precisely. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You see, that's yeah. that's, but they that's actually what praising. came to me as you yeah. were saying that, and I just wanted to get you guys like, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. the same thing? I don't know. I don't know if it's the same thing per se because this is really more. Wait, wait. Let me add. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I think sure. it kind of is. Okay, go. Because what happens when one of these sensational people's uh, bail they yeah. mess up? Yeah, I mean, the backslide. Yeah. The people who were. Yeah. In the church, suddenly also kind of fall back and a number of them. yes, auntie. There's a like, recent oh, example. My star of... fell, so why should I believe no, in this? No, the guy from uh-huh. thing, Shan Lamore. Isn't that what happened recently? Um, the guy. What, what's his face? His his guy. His other. Guy. Not Shan Lamore then. The, the other guy one. From Maverick. Yeah. Yes, I don't know the names. I don't follow them like that. What's I'm his name? It. I'm forgetting his name. Yeah. Uh, that guy. But anyway, <laughs> he was like banished because of a. TikTok like, video or something. Why well, was more than that? But okay, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but like his his he was asked to step aside for a period because he was dancing to some aside, song, really. mm-hmm. and then people saw it, and then Christians went up all like, oh, how can he be listening to secular music and yeah. also ministering to us? Really? And then like Christians were also like, yeah, there's demons in that music. Now you want to pass right. those demons on to us when we listen to your music, and it just oh, became really? a whole thing. Yeah, he was on a party bus, and I don't, it was, he, it was, was a bachelor party or something, right? He was on a, he was on this. There were these. Um, you know these party buses. Maybe we should get the name yeah. right. So I just picked um, out a yeah. channel of No, it's not channel more. It's, it's the other guy. More. It's the other guy. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> um, it is the so equivalent the guy, <laughs> of cake no, from you. He's, he's, he's quite a popular guy. You, <laughs> you, you, can, you can look it up. But I think the... Come the, on, guys. You know this guy. I, I the thing is to this. that truth. <laughs> so, so I think that there's several things that we we have to sort of try and juxtapose here, which are that there's just the cultural air that we're breathing, yeah. right? Which yeah. is that we live in a celebrity... Dante Bo. Dante Bo, that's the guy's name. Mm, I knew it. We, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, we're living in a celebrity-driven culture, right? That That's, that's yeah, what our world uh, is yeah. like. So everything around us is sort of almost geared towards... Um, certain individuals gaining a certain level of acclaim and mm, everybody looks mm. to them yeah. and because of social media and all these other things, right? So so we have that as just part of our culture so, so, yeah. as a society yeah. in general. So now when you bring that to the church, for example, I think it's it's difficult to make that distinction to say, okay, so this person is popular, he's a musician, yeah. he's got a huge following, um, he's dropped hit after hit. He's won Grammy and whatever, whatever. So I think naturally, as people, we're gonna have a certain view of this person. We're gonna put them on a pedestal. We're gonna pedestalize. Pedestalize, right? <laughs> right. So Shout now out, cool this person happens to come to Zim, and they've got a. They're doing a concert here. Mm. I think it's very difficult to then stop that fanboying or yeah. whatever thing because that's what we do that's what the culture around us is doing yeah so, so the bigger question i would i would think is to say as christians how do we 
how do we even turn that down? Is it even possible to shut that down? If you're saying, oh, okay, when I go to a Beyonce concert, maybe I shouldn't be, but when I go to a Beyonce concert, mm. I'm going to be all up in there. Mm. But now, Travis Green is here. And do, do I just like tone it down because, oh no, it's Travis Green and he's a Christian artist. I, I don't think it's that simple. I think it's, it's way more complex than that. Mm. All right. Well, with, with the Beyonce concert or any other secular artist, they are there to entertain you. Their entire motivation is to arouse something within you and move you. It's all about you and internal you. Whereas in the Christian context, they, the point of their engagement is not you. Mm. It's, it's supposed to be external. So we can't have the same reaction in both spheres. We're not supposed to. And if you are, then that means that maybe that musician is doing something wrong. Because they've made it about you again. And so it's losing its whole purpose of whatever is meant to be happening there. Maybe that's the way to measure it. I don't know. Yeah. Because you're meant to leave. You leave. Uh, you leave. Uh, who would I go listen to nowadays? I don't know. You leave a J. Cole concert or something. And you're like, whoa, that was amazing. That the was artistry. Yeah, 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 you leave that. But you're meant to leave a christian concert and say Feeling. i experienced something yeah. with my creator yeah that you're meant to live with that and if exactly. you live without that and you live more with that was such a great performance something mm, went something. very wrong yeah and i think that's why the christian artist has to work doubly hard like travis had to come and like put order and remind yeah. people why they were there. Like his first song in his set was, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Cause he knew, why are they screaming for me like this? The girls. <laughs> yeah. He had to really remind the crowd why we are here, what we are doing, why I'm in this country is to worship our God. And I mean, it worked for five seconds and I think people were back to, to fan I don't know. I don't you know, know. I'm, I'm fascinated by the Old Testament uh, because of this and how uh, things like worship and um, even the whole practice of sacrifice was uh, looked at with so much reverence back yeah, then. Yeah. I mean, there's something that most Christians I, I know today or talk to still don't know about, which is how, you know, if you had a, a Levite or a priest walking into the Holy of Holies, right? They'd have like a rope tied around their waist, mm, and they'd probably have bells on it. Bells, yeah. And and the reason was, uh, in case he's not clean enough, or if he's not in right standing with God, he's gonna die in there, mm. and that's just to drag him out. Um, he was the priest. He was probably very popular in, in within his community, but I don't see everybody going. Go! I want to be him. Mm. I want to get his autograph. No, there the, there was reverence there, and it was he was a vessel. Yeah. He was a vessel. And what, uh, what I'm getting from everything that you guys are talking about is these artists, they're, they're also just vessels. And we're, we're getting to a point where we're revealing maybe our Christian immaturity, where we Perhaps. say, yeah, we, we, we need to turn our, the vessel into an influencer. But then they're also <clears throat> trying to be influential. Auntie, it's part of the reaching people for the gospel. They are selling records, yeah. I agree with them. How do you? <laughs> I mean, I think, you want people to hear the music. But I think that the key word that was said just now was reverence. I think it's fine to be influential and everything, but there is, in some cases, no reverence. Yeah. That's yeah. totally missing. It's just good music. It, yeah, it's good music. Yeah. It, good in all senses. It's just good music. Yeah. But the reverence part of it, where, like, it's going to make you, I don't know, just 
hear something, it's kind of not there all the time. Yeah, I think you really have to set your heart on the right dial before you ever even set foot in the place. Could you, why am I even going to this? Is it to see his face and try and get a selfie, or is it actually? Are you trying to? Uh, I, yeah, I want okay. to throw something else into this. Not that you we don't discount your selfie that you got. It's okay. No, Cookie no. Monster. He, he actually asked for a picture with. Me. Oh, all right, yeah, just, all right. Just to be clear. No, it's okay. Clear. We're but not. Anyway, we're, we're not called. condemning your here's, selfie. Here's the other. <laughs> I'm going to put it from <laughs> another perspective. Yeah. Like I listen to majority Christian music majority i've got some video game music that falls in there and some that other random stuff, stuff. yeah <laughs> but majority christian music so now for me it's not always ministering to me it's now also just the music i listen to mm-hmm. it's actually entertainment to me as well yeah i like just think about it. all these lyrics i'm singing are now just fun as much as they mean something they have seasons so is it so bad that I go for entertainment to a Christian show? Well, hmm. good question. Mm. Because it's both for me. Because now. wait, because are Christians are Christians not allowed to, to be entertained? Have, yeah. 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 Are they not allowed to be entertained to have wholesome? Entertainment. entertainment. Those are actually my Christian comedians. Yeah, go go there, not, not to the worship concert. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, it's you know. I'm going to liken what you just said to some comments I've heard from Christians who say, hey, I'm having second thoughts about going to heaven. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> listen, listen, this is going to... Do they and realize like, like, what the what? alternative is? No, no, here it comes. And I was like, why? Why would you say something like that? And it's like, yeah, imagine singing holy, holy, holy for eternity. Where's the fun in that? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, you've got it all wrong. If you're thinking you're just going to go there for the soft life and, and, and worship ends because you made it, you might want to change your perspective. And similarly, I think if we're looking at what these uh, musicians are doing, they, let, let me not call them musicians for the sake of my point. They are ministers. Mm-hmm. They are ministers in the house of the Lord. So if they're not there to take you from one spiritual state to a higher spiritual state so that you get into the spirit and while you're in that Christian concert, you connect with the spirit, uh, then you've missed the whole point because they're no longer ministering to you. And you're not going there seeking God. You're going there seeking entertainment, like what he's saying. Mm. That's where the problem is. Good. Good, and I think I'm glad we're having this conversation. So, just prior to um, the whole Travis Green concert, I was, so I was part of the team that was sort of involved in putting some of the stuff together. Um, and what I found, and that's not a humble brag. Behind the scenes, yo, we got a yeah, behind the scenes yeah, yeah. scoop so from we'll Cookie Monster. Yeah, we'll pray for you. Because I'm working, I'm working on my humility and stuff. <laughs> no, but seriously, jokes aside. <laughs> and one of the constant conversations we we're having with my pastor was should we be having this event at mm. our church at our church like legit wow should we be having was this, this event with at your our pastor church? or with your mom she's also my pastor so yeah, but I just clarity. listen who was asking g- the question give me just like <laughs> can you just let me finish this child go, go for it go for it um could i come get your wife right <laughs> so, so so um yeah, and the, the question was, should we be having... And this, is, this was the context of the question. It was, won't this end up being just another 
Christian concert where people come because there's a famous musician mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. and then when all is said and done, nothing has really happened. You no one has really same. been ministered to. Mm-hmm. No change has happened because all we're there for is the entertainment, like yeah. what you just saying. Yeah. So we, we had this back and forth, you know, and I think it's such an important conversation to have because we are having lots of Christian events happening, lots of Christian concerts happening. Yeah. But when all is said and done, the question is then what, right? What, what, what is it actually doing? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're getting people there that are coming, mm-hmm. that are living shady lifestyles, yeah. and they're leaving uh, the concert. May, may I add something and, to that? And there's, there's uh, a, that's brilliant what you just brought up. So here's my assumption. At the Rick Ross concert, I'm sure um, very wealthy people showed up. Uh, some people possibly made it rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also probably made it rain they all demonstrated that they're very powerful and wealthy, right? Mm. At this concert, I'm sure a lot of people came, enjoyed the, the, the Christian music, it was good, it was clean. I've got one question. How many people gave their lives to Christ that night? So that's an important question, because at, at least the good thing about this, which is, what, which is what I was saying earlier, that what I loved about Travis Green, just talking to him as a person, he's a pastor, I was honestly... the. The, imp- the assumption that I had about the sort of person that he was versus <clears throat> the sort of person he actually yeah. is yeah. was for me just very um, comforting mm-hmm. because he's a very solid guy, very committed to God. And even at the, even at the concert, he did an altar call at the end. No, and, that's what I'm you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So so you, you get, but I think it was a unique one in some sense because he was just really focused on um, ministry, minist- ministry, ah. uh, leading people into the presence of God. Even prior to him coming on, him and his team were praying. Mm. You know all of that. So it's refreshing to see that. Yeah. But I've been to shows in the past, Christian concerts, mm. which really ends up being like, okay, who's the biggest and the baddest, right? Who's got the best band? Who's got the best licks and the best chord progressions? Mm. So I think that's a trap that we can fall into. And then also, my Christu, Jesus, the audience. Mm. Minister so-and-so gets on stage and we just go haywire. And you're thinking, guys, is this really, like, is this about God? Or is this now about, this is my favorite artist. And my favorite song. And my favorite song. So I think it's a tricky one, but I think it's got a lot. I don't think it's uh, primarily just the concert itself. I think it's got a lot more to do with, it's it's a whole um, series of things that are all connected. Because I think it's got to do with, how we're doing church mm-hmm. as Christians, right? What, what, how are we doing church? How do we view church? How do we view Christian community? Mm-hmm. Then how do we view people who are musicians or whatever? Do we view them as ministers or have they just become our Christian equivalent of celebrities? Yeah. Right? Are we still going to church even? Mm-hmm. Or has church just become something we do online or whatever? And I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone. Okay. But I'm just saying, so I think it's the whole ecosystem that then affects... So a lot of these things now become a manifestation of other things yeah. because that's how we're doing life. And so our whole picture of church and Christianity is somewhat distorted. And so mm. now we're just going looking for entertainment mm. because we've kind of missed the point. That, I, I, that was my analysis. But I think we do need to be asking the questions before you go to a concert. Why am I going? Yeah. Mm. Am I going because it's my favorite artist? What, what am I? Is this about God? Am I going there to minister? Am I ready to minister to somebody else? Like if... If we were to start praying at a Christian concert, would people look at us funny, like Mugite? Yeah, when's the next song? <laughs> you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So anyway, so that, that's just my, my thinking and my, my observation. Yeah. 
I hope wow. I didn't take it. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's good. I think if you go to a Christian concert and then they stop and they say, yeah, we want to just have a moment of prayer and they break into tongues and you get irritated. Yeah. Yeah. You should probably check yourself check as to why your, did you check even yourself. go. Yeah. Because now you are there purely for entertainment. Yeah. But aren't you to some extent the concert is also for the unbeliever? It is. Like it's a... It's a gateway, know. yeah. Yeah, a gateway extent. is the yeah. word I was looking for. But if they happen, like Cookie's saying, and they don't have that that touch point, mm. that ministry point at some stage. Yeah. The first time I experienced it was actually at a at a Lecrae and, and not Lecrae, <coughs> the Truth and Triple A and all these guys, they came. And at the end, yeah, altar call was there. That's what I'm talking about. And I was like, hey, okay, okay. The point of their music, and people like the truth, who still ministers like to this day, is very strong on this is all pointless until we get to that point, until we get to that salvation opportunity. Mm. I remember earlier this year, I went to Jacaranda. Jacaranda is a concert that's organized by... A secular concert? Very. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Walter Walter and Nyanya is the one... jazz, guys. It's a lot. (laughs) Like, just brilliant, and I love Walter and stuff. But, of course, Jacaranda is not a Christian concert. Um, But this year's... Jacaranda, um, they had Janet as one of oh. the oh, nice. head- headliners, mm. and I was concerned because I was like, "Yo," because I went to all, I went on all three days. Yo, I was there, I was there, guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe a bit too much. So my concern, because Janet is a friend of mine, <clears throat> you know, guys. Uh, and okay, fine. We've noted you're friends with celebrities. No, no, no well, okay, well, okay, but I actually wasn't trying to. Anyway, but yeah, yeah it's fine. so so my concern was, I was like, Jan, guys, this. The crowd, the type of crowd, you're a Christian artist, the type of crowd that's there. Mm. Are they going to be able to understand? Are they going to be able to receive all these? Start throwing cans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a bit of a bougie crowd, so they weren't the type to start throwing cans. But I'm just saying. But I remember when uh, it was on the Sunday when Janet performed. For me, Janet's performance was probably the one of the best of the whole thing. And there were some headliners there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did such a sterling job. But I remember when she did her second song. Of course, Janet is just amazing with her mm. team and stuff. But the second song, her second song was in D and D is like one of her songs, like a worship song. I specifically remember standing next to this guy mm. who had been like, I reject you. Bruh, I could just see the own holding, he was holding like a cup that had stuff in Potion. it. Mm. Ah, the owner's now like this. I could see with the plaza on bar to a man. Auntie, she was singing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can see. Like, initially, guys were, all the guys were being rowdy were just quiet. Yeah. Because she went into this moment where she was just talking about, because uh, the song is about Christ and DA. Yeah. Mm. You know, he's he's the king of kings, whatever, whatever. But just yeah. a really powerful song. Then I thought, wow, this is phenomenal. It's amazing to, to see Reverence, just yeah. the the way she managed to shift. change yeah. the the atmosphere. I was trying to move away from mm. uh, my, my, my Christian needs. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, just, <clears throat> there was like a literal shift in the atmosphere, right? Mm. I just thought, wow, this is amazing. This is at a secular concert. Guys are drinking their, their hearts out. But wow, something has just changed, right? <clears throat> Everybody, all the guys were being rowdy, saying stuff were just like, Right, do just there. So I, I'm saying I think there there is a place for real ministry. Yeah. If but if the person who's ministering is actually out to minister, because she, she could have come and just said, "Hey, 
I'm gonna sing my three most popular yeah. songs that I but think this crowd that. might and know. She connected yeah. in a in a very powerful way. Yeah. So I think just um, echoing what you guys are saying that there's got to be intentionality. I think on the part of the person who's ministering, that what am I going to do? Mm. What what am I here for? Am I just here to, to do to do what I do and get my money and leave, or am I actually here to? represent God and actually help somebody connect with God. Mm. You know, I genuinely believe that that night, I think there were some seeds that were, of course, you didn't do an altar call or anything, but I think um, yeah. there were probably some seeds that were planted there yeah. in some people's hearts because it was just so powerful. So, yeah. Mm. Off the record, I, the oh. producer can then remove this if he wants to. How do these concerts work with Christian artists? Like, who, who is paying them? The promoter? Like, do they actually get paid or it's just like they've come to church? So it depends. It depends. Um, there's different types of models. So one, so for example, like this Travis Green one was specifically a Travis Green concert. So how many movies are nobody? So for example, like Travis Green has got a charge. Okay. okay. Um, he, okay. He's got a... To cover his expenses, yeah. blah, blah, blah. This so is if you're going to bring him in, um, you, you, mm-hmm. you pay you pay something, whatever, whatever, which covers all these things. Then each <laughs> each performer... Has what they just so I, I was with Celebration Choir. We we, we actually charged mm-hmm. for that. Um, so what normally happens is that the promoter is going to get a it's going to get sponsors. Okay. Yeah. So, so you notice that um, certain concerts are sponsored by this bank or whatever, whatever. Yeah. So the sponsors help defray some of the expenses. Then of course there's the ticket sales as well. Yeah. So most of these artists actually do get paid. Get paid. Then you may have instances where somebody will say, "No, I, you don't need to pay me." Mm. For whatever reason, okay. Um, so you you do have instances like that, but most of these things are actually profit making. Okay. Yeah, they they are profit making, and people do make money from. Them. I have a question. Yes, Mr. Producer. Interesting. So my question is coming back to the whole thing of where we're talking about: should Christian artists be performing, or should it be sort of some sort of ministry and worship experience? Doesn't that also then apply to the model of the concert? Should it be a paid concert? Because now, if it's now ministry, why are you charging for ministry? Hmm. <laughs> Just opening That's a, good question. a can of worms. That's a good question. Yeah, because it's not like you pay. Do you get paid on a Sunday? No. Mr. Worship Leader, come to the mic. <laughs> I'm not averse to the to the to the artist being paid, <laughs> but I'm saying the concert should be then a paid concert for the attendees. For the attendees. Um. Oh, you mean it should be free ninety nine for the people coming? Because it's a worship. Free ninety nine is a problem. Well, the, I think that the. There have been free concerts, by the way. Yeah, they have. They have, right. They have. They've actually been there. The challenge, though, I think, is if you're having a concert at a venue which has. A limited number of seats, for example, um, there are expenses that you that, that are involved yeah. with the concert. So you've got to pay for the venue, you've got to pay for equipment, you've got to pay for the promo- yeah. That's where you find the, the sponsors and stuff. But you don't always get sponsors, also because it's it's tricky. You, you know? Oh no, go on, finish. finish. So, so I, I think the, the 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 bigger question for me, at least, is should these things be profit making? Because you you can have a concert, but is it is it right to have a concert for with purely the motive of making a profit? Because then it can become like a business. But then that would never be the only motive if it's a Christian concert. 
it would be one of many priorities yeah, ideally yeah i'd say i'd say this like um i think they should be paid most of them yeah. i think you can have a free one now and then but i think they should be paid a concert that is mm-hmm. church is free yeah. no one is forcing you to come on the tuesday for this show Go to church on Sunday. It remains free. Yeah, the but same Travis Green there. won't be there. He won't Sunday. be there, but the same word he's trying to give you. Travis actually came to church on the Sunday. And church, and, was, yeah, church was, was packed. Yeah, yeah then he yeah. sings one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 saying, I mean, I can imagine that the, the, the venue or the premises, which is typically a church, mm-hmm. needs some upkeep. I yeah. imagine that the ushers or the personnel who are working are not fully employed, so they're going to need to be covered in some way, they're just their general expenses for that mm-hmm. not Sunday appearance. So I think um, for as long as it doesn't end up with the same tiers of payment that circular concerts have, where you say, hey, for Travis Golden Circle, you're paying $100, and then VIP is $50, then uh, regular ticket is 10 That is know. exactly what happened. Oh, that's exactly it. That's oh, so that's wrong. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this way. That's wrong. Those are actually the prices oh, that were oh. there. Yeah, oh, see. But what, what did VVIP get? What? What? So VVIP then, I guess, got Tell to. us, since you were there. Well, no, I, I didn't really need to. You even VVIP. got a dinner, bro. No, but I, I, I didn't really need to. How many times did you tell us that before I, we sat down? I, I, I didn't need to be. Anyway, but you kept on telling like, us. Beyond, now beyond, now beyond tell beyond us. VIP. Anyway. So I was very <laughs> surprised there was a VIP. No, okay, that was kind of. They even had a golden circle. Maybe for extra ministry. So If you want prayer from his wife. No, no, so. So VIP, the, the whole idea of VIP, no. <laughs> uh-huh. the, the whole idea of VIP, right? Because I think we just think we, we have to just, think about we, just, we have to think about it from <laughs> from multiple factors. No, sorry. Okay. <laughs> wait, just wait. Okay, let, 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 let me explain. Okay, I'm going straight in when he's done. Let me finish. <laughs> so for me, the thing is this: I I kind of understood the the thinking behind it. Yeah. It's going to be a packed out concert, yeah. right? So you got you have some seats where um that, that are sectioned off that have people who are going to be closer to the stage, right? That's number one. Then um, part of the benefits of VIP or VVIP or whatever was that people actually got to spend time with Travis. There was a thing that was done after the concert. They got to chill with him, take pictures. And That's what, what, the what, thing, what, what. take mm. the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but then that wasn't organized by Travis. That was organized by the promoter. Oh. So this is what I'm saying, guys. Kuti. If the promoter is putting together these things, because a lot of promoters are in it for the money, and they, they've got to think of ways to say, okay. Oh, so how, maybe was the what, what promoter a Christian? Yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah. Is, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, brother, he's like, but it's not uh, making sense. Yeah, no, I hear you. So, so it's, it's a difficult one because what if, okay, here's the thing. What if you've got the money, you want to be close to the stage, mm-hmm. right? And you don't want to be with the Mumbera. You can't buy your way right. into the Holy so, of Holies, son. It's not the Holy of Holies. <laughs> I don't know, but listen, that's All just, right. that's I'm, just I'm how just gonna, it is. I'm just going to raise this. I'm going to raise this very controversial example from about five years ago when um, I'm going to say My example, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm old like that. I don't <laughs> worry, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about uh, something current just now. But anyway, Kenneth Copeland, right? You own a bunch of Kenneth <laughs> Copeland, even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're listening, we're listening. Uh, let we're me listening. rebuke that spirit right now. <laughs> but oh. here's what happens. Kenneth Copeland has a famous interview, or this famous newscast where he was criticized for buying a jet. 
right? Mm. And then there's this excerpt from one of his uh, podcasts, just like this one, where he says, "You can't be on a, you can't be flying economy with all the ordinary people in that airplane full of all of those demons." <laughs> what? what? That guys, that was such a major thing. Yeah. What? That went crazy. Yeah, yeah. You TikTokers, you TikTokers don't get these things. Now, 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 people were lost. That that is a highly controversial incident that happened. That's and and it's still going taste. on. And here's what. That whole culture of then saying you've got this golden circle, the promoter is creating these little experiences. You're selling experiences. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How is that different from uh, Kenneth Copeland in this mindset that he needs to be flying business class on a private jet everywhere he goes on, uh, on several jets? It's fundamentally wrong. If you, if you look at the scripture itself and what access meant to Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking about Chris, uh, scripture now. You look at, apologizing? You're on a Christian yeah, no, podcast. No, no, listen, I was, I was making it like a bring up Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> scripture is welcome. Uh, it is? Part, uh, just oh, so, just that's so a know. relief. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, you have, you have uh, a simple example of access. When, when people, disciples, I can't remember exactly who was stopping kids from going to Jesus, and they said, no, mm. let them come to me. Mm. Right? That's a simple example of access. Let's go back to a, another part of our discussion. These are just ministers. They're not Jesus Christ himself. How, yeah. are, they, how are they monetizing this experience? To say, just coming near me. That doesn't even guarantee But like salvation. you said, that's, that's not the artist doing no. that. You see, they're complicit. I hear you. I hear no, you. I don't know, Michael. Uh, you could say they're complicit, but, they're, or you could say they're not too bothered with those nitty-gritties because they know that their real ministry is happening in, through the worship, uh, the, the way I see it, uh, I think when when it's time to be judged, you can't you can't uh, get away with that and say I didn't know. I think the Bible says. Don't say I didn't know, but he still did his job. He came, he, he came. led people in worship. He led them hopefully okay. closer to God, whether they were in the yeah, golden I, I circle or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I agree with you. Mm. There shouldn't be a charge to that sort of thing, especially if it's a thing of ministry. I understand mm. it in the secular space. You, it's like I said earlier, it's about you. So you are the commodity. So access to you should come at a charge. Mm-hmm. I get that in the secular. In the spiritual side of things, it shouldn't be the case. Why, though, someone might let it pass now to support mm-hmm. T-Mac's position is if you know, if you know it's going to happen and they're gonna, it's going to happen anyway, mm-hmm. you might want to take advantage of it. What I mean is that there are some people who just always want to be the one who gets right to the front of the queue, who wants to have access to the person. And maybe you could be seeing yourself as, if I when they come, then I'll talk to them. I'll mm. minister to them. Maybe that's the opportunity. I'm using the flip. I agree with mm-hmm. yours, mm-hmm. but I'm saying maybe a counter-argument could be that. Yeah. It's not a strong one. Yeah. But I, I'm seeing a lot of compromise there. Yeah. And, and see, the part that irks me is this is no different from those ministers who say, okay, outside of Sunday... If you want me to um, pray for your family, pray for you, whatever, you come through, set an appointment, pay this much. It's happening in Harare. Yeah. It's been happening. You know, there's so many scandals around that. And that is wrong. That is wrong. How is that different from the same arrangement where you start selling these micro experiences in the name of, I don't even know what the justification is. But because it he's be- not then promising anything yeah. spiritual in that vip it's not like he's like giving yeah, better like access to god through me because you're yeah, in vip that's still a problem 
No, but okay. I, no, no. Oh, I, I hear, oh, I hear, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You're kind of changing gears. You're like one minute I'm a minister, the next minute I'm the equivalent of a worldly celebrity. Oh, no, okay, fine. Let let let's add to that. Like mm-hmm. that point yeah. that was just put up. Yeah. VIP in this case mm-hmm. was mostly a seating issue. Yeah. Okay. Purely a seating issue. Right. And was. when I heard about where it was, I was like, why is that even the VIP? Uh, isn't it wasn't yeah. in the balcony. Yeah, I didn't get it. No, it wasn't in the balcony. It I was, heard it was the balcony. It was. But remember, right, you guys said there were three tiers. Hundred right, right, right in the front. Right in the front. Well, I guess it was, that was hundreds. Okay, I don't know. That was VIP. But I don't know. know the VIP was bad. They must think it was Fiddy. <laughs> but it, it, wasn't, the VIP, it wasn't the balcony. That was the, I think the... It was the, I heard it was the seating was the right, right in front. front. Right, right at the mm. front, okay. yeah. Yeah, we're going to get either to either 60 way, bucks like, now. I'll put it this way. <laughs> I also like comfort. I like comfort. There's some things I will stretch for for comfort because I'd rather not be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And let's say I will go watch a movie, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll spring for those uh, the, the prestige, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel like this movie, I really want to actually just pay attention and sit nicely. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to. I've got the means to. I want to. Mm-hmm. So if it's not giving a spiritual benefit of some form, and it's purely just, I just want to be somewhere where maybe my eyes are bad. Mm-hmm. And I really need to shut. I'll pay the extra money so I can see, so I can be up close. Yeah. So on Sundays, so on Sundays, maybe we should also offer like some premium seats for those who want the comfort. <laughs> maybe get there early. That's the premium. I'm just saying. Okay, I get the logic. I get yeah. the logic of it, but I also hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the difference is that in this in this particular instance, I think VIP was purely a seating issue. Okay. In that there were people who um, had the opportunity to sit closer to the stage, right? Then. Part of the added benefit, I guess, because it was quite expensive, was that, hey, you know what? Then these guys also get to meet Travis after. So now I don't think that's ministry. That's probably just because, hey, I'm a huge Travis fan and I actually get to see the guy. Mm-hmm. And we have this, Dude, young this thing. Vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, that's what it, maybe that's what it is. Because... <laughs> And I, I, I think it also goes back to that it. issue we're talking about. It's the cultural air we're breathing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so... Yeah. And so um, in as much as I hear your, your thing, mm-hmm. I'm also thinking... Hey, if I, so for example, I love Israel Houghton, right? Mm. Mm. If Israel was doing a show somewhere, and then I heard that, hey, uh, there's going to be VIP seating, mm-hmm. and you get to chill with Israel afterwards, mm-hmm. and it's an extra hundred dollars. If I've got a hundred dollars, I'm going to pay it. It's not because I'm I'm thinking I want to worship Israel, mm-hmm. but I've always wanted to meet Israel, and I yeah. love Israel. I'm actually going to get the chance. I'm never going to get this chance again, probably. Mm. Hey, let me, let, me, let me do it. Okay. So I think I, that I wanna, was probably... I, I, I totally respect that. I, I, I think that was probably the case with... with yeah. Because with, what, uh, mm. what Travis literally did... I wasn't at that, at that thing. Yeah. But what Travis did is that you just go from table to table, talk to guys. Hey, what's up? How's it yeah, going? What, go, what, go, what, what, yeah. And then get group photos with the guys. Mm. And, then, and then he was done. Then we was done. And he came to our dinner. Mm. But so like... Uh, <laughs> so I'm just saying... You know, I, I get, I totally appreciate that, yeah. but I'm going to challenge it to the bitter end because the world standard is proving uh, to be better than the standard that we're starting to adopt into the church. And this is what I mean. In politics, right? And I'm going to use that because it is a world standard. Okay. If you are to uh, say you want to visit a local official, I don't want to say the MP word because it's so controversial. Anyway, you want to visit that person. If they charge you because you want to visit them during lunch hour, that is illegal. Mm -hmm. Right? So the world standard says if there is a benefit, a special scenario where they have to fundraise and get money from people, 
then they call it a sponsored dinner. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? So you know full well you're going there and you are paying for access. You mm-hmm. are paying to be close to your local official and you are it's it's out in the open. Mm-hmm. That system has got standards that are far more sound than what you're describing here. If that particular artist is saying, "Look, I'm in Zimbabwe for 3 days. On this day where I have been paid mm-hmm. to come and minister and y'all have paid for the environment and the ushers and the whatever, anybody should be able to talk to me. Of course, within a reasonable, whatever the physical circumstance allows. What? So what, but is, then if so you what is that reasonable? Oh, yeah, in, in a crowd of... Let me finish. Let me yes. finish. Let me finish. Uh-huh. Uh, mind you, I'm not challenging your issue of seating and comfort. Uh-huh. I'm not challenging that. I'm still challenging those little experiences of I'm a fan. And here's where I'm going with it. If he is to say, I'm here for three days. On the other day, look, I'm going to have a dinner. There are people who have come, speakers who have come and they've held summits. And right. they've had that same thing. Um, there was that lady from, uh, uh, the lady that used to act on Generations when she came to Zim. Oh, Connie yeah. Ferguson. You knew you were paying for that dinner. You knew you were paying for access to, to Right. You see the world standard. It's clear. How is it that we're failing to have a clear-cut structure where we say, in this case, if we're talking about ministry, it's ministry. We're not going to profiteer. We're not going to start... Please note, Jesus gave people some hidings for trying to monetize things within the church. It's wrong. My take... Okay, so, okay, this is my take. Um, I I hear exactly what you're saying, but I think you're being a little too pedantic in in, in that... I just think it's it's not that deep. There's somebody who's come, mm-hmm. and um, then there's this opportunity to, to meet that to meet that person. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it's not a standard that he set to set as a prerequisite to say, as a prerequisite, mm-hmm. if anybody wants to meet with me, mm-hmm. they have to pay extra x, x amount, yeah. right? It's more a hey, what like I'm saying, mm-hmm. promoter and whatever whatever oh, structure yeah. of the event, yeah, just like it is in the Bible. So Bible, because <laughs> yeah, based on your logic, based on your logic, yeah. then why have the concert at all? You know no, what I'm saying? Because no, because no. Uh, no, no, because I'm saying mm-hmm. if if we were to go down that that path, then we may as well not even have people paying for the event because even that by itself, why are we paying for ministry? Why, why are we paying to come and hear someone or watch someone minister, or whatever? Yeah. Why not just make the whole thing free? Yeah. So I would say we'd have to just go upstream and totally challenge the whole concept concert, of yeah. the concert altogether. Yeah, mm. which is where this conversation started. Right. And then, coming back, because uh-huh. i got to reel something back here. Yeah. We're not talking about the, the whole concept of the concert. We're talking about those little experiences that you rightfully pointed out. You mm-hmm. clearly articulated them. And you said people were paying a little extra to go rub shoulders. Right? That's what we're, that's what we're challenging. And it's not being pedantic, per se. The standards that we use as Christians come from the Bible. Uh-huh. It, it makes a reasonable sense for us to say we're paying because there is a building. It needs water. It needs electricity. There are ashes. They need transport money, etc. I'm happy to pay for that. It, and when I talk about reasonable expenses, the man had to fly from his home or wherever he came from in the States and come here. That's an expense. I can accept that. Mm-hmm. We're Christians. We're not misers, you know? Mm. And yes, therefore, let's pay for that part of the concert. Mm-hmm. But once you elevate it and you start making these little sub-genre experiences that I cannot find an equivalent of in the Bible, I am not going to find a place where Paul said, right, 
So, I'm gonna do some healings, <laughs> right? I don't remember Jesus saying, who touched the hem of my garment? They owe me a little extra for that <laughs> wow. experience. Oh, I'm brother so, Eve. Uh, I guess th that's why I'm saying I don't think you're, I, I don't think you're comparing <laughs> apples with apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just come in here. <clears throat> Except my authority as the anointed one. Oh, wow. Anyway. Yes, anointed one. <laughs> No, I just want to sort of like just contribute. Um, I get where Kuda you're coming from and Eugene, your your perspective. But but just to sort of bring it home, mm. what Eugene is saying is that in a nutshell, are we not supposed to have a um, um, a separate standard? Are we not set apart as Christians? I understand the economics and logic mm -hmm. of the golden circle VIP and whatever, mm -hmm. but does it is it necessary from a Christian perspective? Do we need to incorporate those things? Are those mm -hmm. things not going to become hindrances or things that block mm -hmm. or cause people to question the faith? Are we not supposed to? Are we only going to look at these things purely from a business perspective, or are we also going to put on our spiritual lens and say, what are some of the things that we can adjust when it comes to a Christian concept? Mm -hmm. Because there should be a different experience or a different approach when someone who is not a Christian comes to a Christian concert and be like, hey, I've been to a concert, but we don't do it that way. Mm -hmm. Why do they do it that way? Mm -hmm. Why are we borrowing those things to come in? Are they absolutely necessary? That's what I'm sort of kind of getting. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand it from a business perspective, but we also have to put the spiritual lens to say, was it necessary to have that added caveat or the added benefit of they can... They could have just paid the premium from the comfort level and the, and the vantage point mm -hmm. that they were mm -hmm. at. That makes perfect sense. That makes sense. perfect sense. Yeah. Right? right? But the, the additional experiences, were they even necessary? They could have just gone on yep. without that. People aspect. want to take selfies with Travis, bro. Have a, have a luncheon Why? with Why? Them, a separate uh, one. Why? Because they want to take selfies. Because they've got phones Why couldn't they be open <laughs> to 3,000 people? To take selfies with one selfies. person. Yes, but you don't open it to 3,000 people, then you do a first come, first serve. That makes, but there's no oh, financial. No monetary element. So first come is yeah. you pay $150. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's, you know what? No, but I get I get your point though. I get, I get your point. point. Yeah. I will say. <laughs> let me let me say this. Yes, sir. When I heard about this concert, and I am no Travis Green fan. I'm sure I've heard his music, but I wouldn't know. I'm terrible with all musicians generally. But I heard about this concert, and I was like, oh, look, I'm not going to go because I already had the things I was planning on doing. But my friends were going, and I would meet them afterwards, and I did. And then that's when I heard about the VIP, and they mentioned. Were your friends in VIP? No, they weren't. Okay. They were at the back, way behind Kuda. So <laughs> they, they <laughs> then were like, "No, the VIP was upstairs in the balcony." And I was like, "So two things happened to me in that moment. Number one, I didn't question a fee for the concert. I had no problem with the fee for the concert." I was actually like, how much is it for the concert? And I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. I got that because I, I, I live on the planet. It's fine. It was the VIP that got me like, one, I don't even see how those seats are special. And two, why is there one? Uh, isn't that a V VIP because there's a sixty dollar one and then a hundred dollar? How many tiers? I don't know how many tiers. I don't know how many tiers there were, but there were it was three. just the fact there were that three. that I got a slight 
little rub in the wrong direction inside when I heard the words VIP. Not when I heard the word price for ticket. Yes, but I was shocked, fine. brother. Maybe. Yeah. So I think that kind of leans into what uh, Mr. Kent was saying. That this is really what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> what what has been said? Give one to Caesar. What <laughs> Caesar's long gone. <laughs> but yeah, it leans into that that the 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 extra experiences are problematic. Now we live in a world now where you do pay for particular seats, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I think that's okay yeah. to pay for particular seats. Yeah. You should. A venue should allow you to do that because you have whatever needs you want. Unless hey, the, the Bible talks about seats, mm-hmm. it really does. In, in this context, well, I'm just saying I'm all for the seats. Oh. I mean, look, it's 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 something it's something that we all need to accept that you gotta pay for them. You gotta pay for them. I'm just saying, but yeah, <laughs> but it is that extra experience. I am leaning towards what was said that. Yeah, first come, first serve. I'm going to have a moment, a time of ministry. Anyone who wants to can come up, line up if you want. Uh, I'll give as much time as I can. But oh, then if we do it that way, guys, way, uh-uh. we're going to start a special tier, $10 a month for special selfies with T-Mac and Cookie Mac. <laughs> and Biscuit. I have an if, if and Biscuit, which actually no, happens to be okay. in Zim there, right there's now. There's a sub-tier. Um, brother, where, yeah, don't you, man. And bro- <laughs> Please feel free to press the extra button for five, five, just five dollars a month. I will read the word to you. Okay, wait, I have something <laughs> to say. Yeah. If you were to do Israel first come, first serve ministry opportunity, hey, what, what, if you want, whatever it is that you'd be offering after the thing. Yeah. You guys would still find issue with that because you'll be like, no, but you must see everyone. Why must anyone get excluded? Because this is ministry. So if the line is 10Ks long, you guys will want him to be there until the very last person gets ministered to. So let's remove it all altogether. That's what I'm saying. You either don't have it or have it. So maybe the the difficulty... He came for ministry, but do you want him to be there until 4 in the morning praying for every person? Hold on a second. Because he had to come to our dinner. Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Guys, I know these people, but... So anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm I'm just being silly, guys. But the point is this. I think maybe the challenge mm-hmm. is that we've got all these, dare I say, worldly models, okay, mm-hmm. that we're adopting, that we're trying to superimpose or maybe try to fit into how we do our things as Christians. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe we, we, we don't really know how to navigate those waters. Mm-hmm. And so we, we're now just maybe taking this thing... Um, and without, yeah, in this, literally just superimposing it on a, on, a, on a Christian model. So maybe we need to just take a step back and ask ourselves, like I was saying at the beginning, how do you actually do a Christian concert? Yeah. Right. What is the goal? What do we what do we want to achieve? Right. How do we achieve it? Is it proper for us to have a VIP seating? Because now what, what you said got me thinking. Initially, to be honest, uh, I, I, I just uh, never... Listen, uh, yo, I, I like yeah, what yeah. you bring up. So, I, I might not get the chance to say this again. Okay. I, I, I said the Bible talks about seats, and that wasn't a joke. Um, there is a verse which said, when you enter into a place, do not hurry and sit in the front. Yeah. Or right? You will be Lest you be removed weird. and you put to shame and you made to sit in the back. And right now mm. you're talking about order and you're talking about preferential seating. And that was really my reference. It sounded goofy at the time, but that's what I was alluding to. Mm. And I think what you're saying is very, is very important because that's where I'm basing it from. It's, it, it, it actually is uh, biblical. 
so you can continue. That's, I just want yeah. to contextualize that. Okay, cool. No, then, then thank you for that. So, so I think we have to oh, just oh, hold on, hold on. Can yeah, I just sure. add something. It's sure. just completely random, mm-hmm. but biblical too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you say anything about the chaos, I will. Do you know? I've been thinking about the chaos the whole time. I'm like, guys, we're not going to move to bra. And you guys having issues with people. Come on, you guys having issues with people paying hundred dollars when someone climbs the tree. We're also taught that you don't come before kings without a gift. Is it not so? So, this is this person's gift to see the king watch. King Where this band is now going. Which king are you talking about? I don't know if I want us to go there. They brought a gift castle that they... The gift opened. Okay, so the verse that... That you, brother E is referring to Proverbs twenty-five, <laughs> verse six to seven. Yeah, yeah. This is the Passion translation, so apologies. I'm not be reading. The Don't book. boast <laughs> in the presence of a king, or promote yourself by taking a seat at the head table and pretending that you're someone important. For it is better for the king to say to you, "Come, you should sit at the head of the table," than for him to say in front of everyone, "Please get up and move. You're sitting in the place of the prince." And yeah, that's the king I'm talking about. One. Which king? You were the one you're referring to. Mm. The guy is the one who's commenting saying, go back and sit somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so in this context, the king but, is the musician. Uh, no, 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 no. We cannot say the king is the musician. I am being silly. Relax. Okay, I don't really know if this scripture applies to this context in that way. However, I just wanted to say, if I lose my train of thought, that... So I think that's the thing that we, we have to actively think about. To say, when we're doing a Christian event, oh, yeah. we have to think about the event in its entirety to say, what is the purpose? What is the goal of this event? Um, and then I think that will then address all these other things. Should I we have a... That and um, what we began with... Golden, yeah. golden circle. No, no. <laughs> Janet, Janet is amazing. But what we kind of suggested earlier, way back, was that there's also an issue with the people, us yeah. ourselves. Yeah. We we are yeah. also the problem because it's not far fetched to think that the whole idea of a VIP at a Christian concert, which I don't think was always the norm, probably came from some promoter being asked, "Saka could have VIP?" And and then we thought, oh. Oh, you want one? Uh, okay, sure. We'll put one in there. And it was adopting these outside things into what's going on in, in the church itself. Yeah. And yeah, the very nature of why we even go to concerts, we don't talk about why we go or yeah. what we're expecting. Like you were saying, is it so wrong to just want entertainment? Yeah. yeah. So if we reframe ourselves as, uh, from the Bible and say we're going there for, to, for worship, to worship God, then, yeah, really, from that perspective, there shouldn't be any other charges than the price of hosting this thing. Yeah, and even just on top of that, even the naming should, you know, even change. VIP for, why are you then VIP just because you paid extra? Or should you just say premium seats or something like that? Because mm. yeah, the whole VIP in the circular suggest world suggests that you are... A very important person. Which is why he then had to be doing my meet and greet. Yeah. 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 Hey, guys, it's it's tricky. And you had dinner with the people. We need to talk about that. I didn't pay nine for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it's it's difficult 
to both be a promoter of, especially in these days, to be a promoter in trying to do these Christian events, and also to be an, what is it? Something on your face. All these people have just been looking at you. I couldn't see it from this I angle. I could not see oh. it. I think it just came oh, out. Can I, can I say saliva? Come, Cookie, what's that? There's a mother of the house. <laughs> What is it? Okay, it's just it's a speck of something on your face. It was a speck. You're seeing better. t Mike is touching my face. <laughs> I'm removing the log from your eye. No. <laughs> Joking. Oh. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think I said what I wanted to say, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We need to revisit, and I like what what uh, producer here suggested. It should we should just say premium seats, yeah, or something yeah. simple like that. And we should just call them revivals and just have them in a the field. <laughs> and why are we even charging people? Everybody, free. just everybody, <laughs> work free for everybody. That's what the you guys want. Work. That yeah. is what you guys want. Yeah. No, no, I mean ideally, yes. Yeah. Yes. The I more mean, people yeah. that hear, the better. I have of course. But but we do need to be careful, because even look at church, often. You, have preferential seating yeah. many times in church, but right? it's not paid for. Yeah, it's not, it's not paid for, yeah. but maybe sometimes it is because. But I think in a way, them <laughs> <dim laughs> offerings. <laughs> so, so it's all those things. Where what do we have now? Systems in church where because somebody's a big tither, they just get to sit wherever they want. No one really holds them accountable. They can live this sordid lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know of any examples of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure there are people or churches personally, where someone I know an example. so much that they stop asking them questions. I've heard all kinds <laughs> of stories. So, so I think we need to be careful as Christians. What, what are we here for? What are we doing um, when we attend these events? That's so funny. Why? But Why are we attending? His new album is called Attend Revival, actually. Wow. Yeah, Travis, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually really dope because I, I then got to hear the whole concept behind that. But anyway, the point. Okay. The point being, we need to stay legit and we need to ask ourselves these questions. Why are we doing what we're doing? Why are we attending the show? Um, why do we have this guy as our favorite guy? Do yeah. we listen to his theology? Does it make sense? Do his songs or her songs, yeah. whatever, are they actually biblically sound? Why do we want to meet them? Why do we want to meet That's them? That's the thing yeah. that I don't really get. So I think get. all those questions we but have like to I ask said, I'm because not they're, they're important questions. Because otherwise then we're just... Though, I, I kind of get it, though. Like, Wanting I, I to meet the fan, person. I was a big fan of, of uh, P.O.D. and Triple and D. Oh, my yeah. P.O.D.? Oh, yeah, what's bands. it stand People for again? The, the Is that what it stands for? People of Destiny? Okay. That's not what I thought. <laughs> what did you think it was? Something payable on death playable or something. Death. I think it's payable on death. Yes, playable on death. What is it actually? Playable on death, as far as I knew. Oh, playable. But maybe it's playable on death. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no it's, not, it's not people. It's I, I, just, I literally death, just yeah. made that up. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's why I was confused. <laughs> but I was a big fan, and. But there is a people of death. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I do rock music. these guys are payable on death. So, all those guys. Uh, Anna Tripp and uh, The Truth so and all those guys were such an, a big part of my walk Switch that yeah. I really would like to meet them. If anything, to say, hey, you guys, you were a big part of my walk. Yeah. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't really expect to get but anything. But you see, can you see what, what you are wanting to say? Yes, that's others are not wanting to say you were a great big part of yeah. my walk. 
Yeah, they want the selfie the and they'll be like, oh the, my God. It's for the same reason that I, I wanted to meet Ravi, so cool. right? Yeah. I, I yeah. like for the, I, the, yeah. I would have given I anything. Meet Ravi for that as well. But I really same. wanted to meet Ravi. <laughs> to meet Ravi. <laughs> Ravi. Be careful yeah. what you say in front of brother Ian. Yeah. 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 Given Bra- anything. Bra- yeah. Yeah. That's why I had to retract. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was really because of how he had impacted my life. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to meet me, just make sure you want to meet me for the right reasons, okay? <laughs> Cookie Monster. Is this you putting out a PSA? Yeah, yeah, just be careful. Oh, like, I'm okay. just going to meet random people for like selfies and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I would not. Bring the Lord's work out, I yeah. would not have paid to meet them, though. Um, I would have wanted to meet them. I would have loved the opportunity to meet them. But I don't know if I would have paid to meet them. Okay, guys, here's the thing. Table. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not an excitable person. I can't think of anyone who I would pay to meet, honestly. When I wanted to meet celebrities, what I did is stalk them on Twitter. You go to the airport when they're arriving. What? I lived in a really small town and they were coming in. There's no one at the airport. I got pictures with all sorts of celebrities. <laughs> On and the, I didn't even go the to the concert. Yeah. And actually, about a cheap <laughs> no. I was not even interested in their music. I just wanted the pictures at the time. I was mature in Christ. Now I'm much more mature. <laughs> but it was my friend's idea. But yeah, like Smart even stuff. then, Smart. I was, no, no, I was no, no, quite. Delivered from that. Don't encourage it. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And now, <laughs> and now at the airport, we have shaking dancers. So you won't even get the picture. Oh, but... <laughs> I, I, but now in my current state of mind, I don't get the need for the meeting of the person because it's not about the person. It's if not. their music is what is yeah. ministering to you, why do you need to meet them? Like, what what is it going to do for you? And it's almost uh, perpetuates that whole thing of my prayer is good, but then the prayer from the man of God is what's really going to do something for me. So it's like I want a special touch or a special something from this normal individual they're just a vessel like brother he keeps on saying mm. so i don't know why people okay, want to so meet them i think so uh, what, 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 are, what are we saying there, i think we go. I, I don't think the problem is meeting the person i think it's the motive because sometimes i think it's actually important for, it's okay to meet if you like, want to just like, like travis yeah. to, to interface with someone who you know this guy's from the states and mm. he hears a, a testimony African in Africa. Saying, hey, your song did this to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that's gonna. So there was actually a lot of that. Gonna, if I, yeah. if I might, yeah. Is gonna carry on. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it, it, it pours into his spirit. I mean, Whereas, shouldn't the crowd have poured into his spirit? He already knows all those people came. No, but there's something about that personal testimony where he can actually, you know, identify a story and a person and an individual. Yeah. That he's actually affected well, on a corporate level. Yeah, you can see people are responding, but when someone gives you that personal testimony in a in a private moment, mm. it actually pours into it. It ministers for to the it. same yeah. reason that um, I've met people like yeah. when I when I meet somebody who says, "Hey, um, thank you so much for the podcast. Um, I listened to this episode and it did this, 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 and God touched me in this way." I think there's that personal. Um, okay, so that's like the personal one-on-one personal versus seeing the number of downloads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So it's like, oh, wow, you know, God is actually doing something through this. It's not just us bubbling away yeah. and stuff. So I think that... Although that. this episode might just... Yeah, uh, guys, this is an important episode. Anyway, <laughs> in, in closing, guys, our biscuits, good to have you back in town. Yeah. No, no, it's good to be back. We should probably record another one before we leave. Yeah, 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 you got a little bit of time. Biscuit, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. And we got biscuits. Malus. We got cookies. Yeah. <laughs> I am a loose. <laughs> 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 what? Isn't that what 
Dia. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you for this crazy discussion, Biscuit. We will see you again for another one. And um, yeah, everybody stay safe over this holiday season. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.